0: And we're back with a number episode of the deliberate Dropout. Got my co-host, Lucho Stojanovski. Lucho, how's it going?
1: Doing good, doing good, brother.
0: All right, you ready to keep it rolling with episode number three? Yes, All right. Sorry. Yeah, let's do this, man. All right, let's break it down. Um, you know, when, you, when you're making that that decision, whether you're dropping out of college or not, or you're just, like, going out to the real world, you know, for the first time, whether you're coming right out of high school, you finish college, you drop it out, like, it is tough out there. And I think that, you know, one of the most important things you can do is like, learn up, you got to learn up, you got to educate yourself and not just like bookmarks. Like what are the things, the useful ideas that you can put in your head that are going to actually help you get better predict more predictable results from the world around you. And for me, like I'm a big reader, podcast listener, um, you know, sub sub below average podcast host sometimes, but always trying to consume ideas and do some you know, useful ideas, not just like filling my head with fluff. And so I'm always reading and trying to find better ideas than the ones I have in my head, things that are going to make my life better. Books and podcasts are two of my favorite. And I want to get your take on this too. For the person who's dropping out of college or just getting started in the real world, what are the most important books in, in your mind that, that those people should crack open right now? ideas that are going to help them get better results out of the real world.
1: Yeah, for sure. Just to start off too, man, like,
0: honestly, I'd probably
1: defer to you like on this because you, bro, I see your posts. <laughs> I see the books you read. No deadass. Like, I, like you have, you probably have a much bigger library than myself. What I could say, and I definitely want to get your take as well, yeah. is, but what I could say, like for me, when I broke down like the, the content of what I want to consume, skill set or mindset. Do I need yep. to fix the mindset? Do I need to fix That's the big skill time. set? And then you just, honestly, everything just falls into those two, right? Like it's either a mindset problem. So Tony Robbins, those those yeah. dog, those cats, Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, yep. or if you want to learn a skill set, which is like Robert Kiyosaki's telling you yeah. about finance, telling you about real estate. Um, I kind of want to get honesty, man. Like I want to, I feel like you have a lot more diamonds than <laughs> me, man. Like I'm just, a, I figured it out along the way. Like you, you know, preach, man. What do you, what you got? What, what are yeah, you got?
0: man. I haven't, I haven't ever thought about it that way, but I, I love the way you broke it down. Skill set, mindset. I would say that for me, I read a ton of mindset books mm-hmm. and I think that's part of like being in the content world where you're trying to create. And I'm just trying to like understand people better so I can communicate better. Like with, with the nature of like what well, we do at Praxis, helping young adults make that decision of you know how do i go start strong in the real world a lot of that for me is mindset and like being able to tell that story so i'll rattle off a couple of those but you know now that you bring up the skill set aspect there are some definitely you know definite ones that I, I i think are are perfect books for starting points there so mindset number 1 probably the most important book i've read in my life is it relates to mindset And, and I can't like, I'm not embellishing that I've read, reread this book like three or four times. Um, I wish I would have read it earlier. I wish I would have been mature enough to make use of it and read it earlier in my life. But I read it at kind of, I read it at kind of like a time in my life where I was actually ready for it, which is an important thing for books too, is If you're not ready for an idea, you're gonna discard it. Sometimes that's still okay because it'll rattle around and you know you you can draw on it. But for me, I was I was a year or two out of college. I was very unclear with what I wanted to do. And I just I was thinking about going back to law school and and an MBA right before I, I found this book. And I had just made the decision not to do that, to go bet on myself. To to go through praxis, but to to go apprentice a CEO across the country. I didn't know anybody in this new city. I didn't even know the guy that I was going to go apprentice. I just knew like, if anybody like if anybody's going to make this work, it's on me to make it work. And like, everybody is kind of giving me grief about that. That I've I've decided not to go this very clear route. And so the book I read was How I Found Freedom in an Unfree World by Harry Brown. Harry Brown is is like. He was, he was like uh, he ran for president under the Libertarian Party in like 1996, and like 2000 or 2004, or whatever. He's like this uh, old school sales guy, like financial planner in like the 50s, 60s, 70s. Wrote a ton of finance books, but this book is like the culmination of kind of his life philosophy. And for me, it was very actionable because it was we all. as as individuals, we all fall into these traps where we let people take our freedom from us in in our daily lives. And when we let people take our freedom from us, we allow them to basically have voting shares in the decisions we make, whether, you know, whether it's you feel like you should go this route, but everybody tells you no. And so you listen to them instead of following what your gut. It's like all these little different ways that we give up our freedom and our happiness, and we end up living somebody else's lives than our own. And so for me, like that mindset book was so important, because I had just made a decision to go blaze my own trail. And I was looking like my confidence was also low at that point in life. And so it was like, low confidence doing something not a lot of people are in my circle are supporting me with that mindset shift was important because the book gave me some very immediate things that like a new perspective on how to approach that decision, how to approach conversations with people and and to start building some important momentum down that route. So that's probably number one. Um, a, a couple other I'll rattle off that I just think are good. Good. Um, how will I measure? Uh, how will you measure your life by Clayton Christensen? How I found or how to find fulfilling work by Roman Kersner uh, 12 Rules for Life, Jordan Peterson, um, so many others. Those are some of my favorite mindset books. What about you? What about, you know, mindset or skill set? Throw one out there.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, for 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 mindset, I'd probably like, you just rattled off most of them, right? I would say Think <laughs> and Grow Rich, maybe. Oh, that's a good one. Put that in there, Napoleon Hill, just as like a starter, right? Um, I like that book that was kind of my first like wake up moment like damn yeah. like this guy's thinking way different than me and they don't even share it in school it's just like why are you not why are we reading huckleberry finn why are we not reading half <laughs> these like why are not we reading half these books i like i love me a great gatsby but sh- crap like damn give me a good like yeah. something that could immediate roi
0: you know yeah <laughs> yeah gatsby's maybe an entertaining tree, but like what a uh a- Like pessimistic view of the world that book is like. Give me some Napoleon Hill. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. dude. Napoleon Hill, Law of Attraction, and like some of those other men. One of my favorite things from Napoleon Hill's book is is the three feet from gold story he tells. Yeah, the the prospectors going out into the gold rush in in the the forties in California, eighteen forties, and this guy spent like his entire his entire life savings, his family's life savings, like just completely bankrupted everybody going to find gold and was like just so close. He he decided to throw in the towel and then somebody came in behind him like months later or, or whatever and like went and started digging in the same place and found gold, struck gold like a massive gold, you know, massive rich gold yeah. pile, p- I don't know what they call it, like three feet away from where he had stopped yeah. digging. And yeah. I was like, what? I've 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 used that in newsletters so far but like that's that's important it's like keep pushing through keep pushing through you get the results you want out of life if you just keep pushing through that's a big idea
1: hell yeah man diamonds out of pressure right like don't oh, be yeah. scared of pressure make diamonds out of pressure you know like same thing
0: okay so i'll I'll throw out a skill set one too this is man this is such a great book and if you take notes of all the other books that are in this book the books they quote and recommend you're you're gonna you've got your reading list for like five years and it's the Personal MBA by Josh Josh Kaufman, which is like everything you need to know about business. It truly is the personal MBA and, and don't just like read it, but like think about the ideas. I read it a little bit later in life when I was actually you know, behind the scenes, right hand of the CEO of a fast growing company, like had a playground to apply a lot of the concepts and like uh, uh, I was in an environment where I could see these concepts life-size. And so for me, it was like immediately actionable. I was getting ROI from day one. But even if you're not yet in that world, the personal MBA is is like the crash course to everything you need to know about business before you know anything about business. And then if you really want to go deep on any concept, he gives you like 50 book recommendations on everything from accounting and finance to law to marketing and sales and everything so I, I think that i bought like 200 books probably reading that book over the course of several years like it, you know you just build a massive book list but that's that's one of my favorites damn bro yeah that's sound personal mba josh kaufman yeah if you yeah, don't have you that know. one definitely get that one that's that's fire right there <laughs> all right super skills pick one what's one of your your super skills that you feel like you have or you're cultivating um and let's let's throw out some of those uh some of those more specific skill area books or or podcasts or whatever.
1: I would say, I would say for specific skills, Fanatical Prospector by Jeb Blunt, every single sales professional prospects. If you do not prospect, you're either scared of rejection or you mm-hmm. feel like it's you're like you're you're worth more than it. That's not yeah. the case. That book really opened my mind about like sales and like anybody can like negotiation is all about leverage. You like yeah. we all have that innate. Just figure out what the leverage is and just use yeah. it. That's what negotiation, in my opinion, like that that's come pretty easy. Prospecting though, dealing with rejection, like how do you convince someone to take an appointment to do this? To do, yep. That's something you gotta go at, in any part of your sales journey, any part of life, you gotta know how to convince people of your vision. So yep. that book is like, hey, what if you're looking to get started in sales, pick that thing up ASAP? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that's big time. I'm gonna go sales, sales marketing cop copywriting like that world to um the the boron letters by gary halbert this is like man this it's it's letters from a dad in prison who's like legendary copywriter gary halbert writing his son letters from prison telling him everything he knows about how to make money and it's fantastic fantastic books but he's like he's a fantastic copywriter but like he tells him how to make money from like nothing. And, and uh, I think there's a lot of really good, there's a lot of really good life practical wisdom nuggets in there too, layered into awesome punchy sales, marketing, copywriting advice. And then the second book that I recommend is The Ultimate Sales Letter by Dan S. Kennedy. If you're in sales, even if you're not in sales, everything is sales. You want to yeah. get ahead in your career, you got to be able to, to, to one, be valuable to other people and two, convince them of the value you can create and like read go polish up your sales skills. Uh the the ultimate sales letter by Dennis Kennedy is is one of the the prob- it's on like my top five all-time sales books as well. All right. Any others? Any other mindset ones before we we sign off on today's episode?
1: Uh, any mindset ones? Um I would do maybe magic was that magic of big thinking by Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. That's a good one. Oh, nice. i go with that. Tony Robbins is, I don't know. I like, I like how we dissect mindset. Yeah. Limiting beliefs. I know I've had my fair share of, that's the one struggle that I'm constantly developing. Getting rid of these subconscious, just meh, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So getting like, that's, that book helped me out a ton, becoming mindful of it. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. That's another one. Dr. Joe Dispenza. This guy had to go get neurosurgery. Long story short, he like manifested, he he like figured out a way to like not have to do his surgery or whatever just through the sheer willpower of thinking. So that's a pretty dope book. They're pretty radical, but it just goes you to show, man, like what your mind's capable of. So that's how I look at them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with reading books that are far out there, whether you agree with them or not. Like I, I love, man, I've learned from so many people I don't agree with. You know, it's like yeah, I, a lot of what you say, I don't agree with, but if I take one big idea from this, that's going to make my life better. Like that was worth it. I'm going to wrap up with one more mindset book. This has a little bit of, a, of the skill set too, um, but it's, it's probably, you know, this is one, like, I think every young adult should read. And I say, I can include myself in that group. Like I wish I would have read this one sooner. Uh, it's called the last safe investment by Michael Ellsberg and Brian Franklin. And it t- talks all about like, how we think about our educations, our career, our financial situations. We look through them. We we look at these big ideas and concepts through lenses that don't really make sense. And, And it's like lenses of tradition and lenses of like, this is what conventional wisdom says, but this is actually the results conventional wisdom gets. And we're pretending like it's not the way that it is. And so it's this awesome breakdown of like how to think about your early career the way you spend your time, uh, the, both the ideas you're exposing yourself to, what you're doing for work, the skills you're focusing on developing, how you're thinking about your money, you know, those first years of your life, and how you can think about those things a little bit differently to maximize the leverage you're building over time so that every year into the future, you're not only better off, but you have more leverage to, to unlock even, you know better things in life across all those dimensions. I think it's awesome. It also has an awesome section on super skills everybody should be thinking about in the world that the changing world that we live in. So uh, last safe investment, check it out. Um, Lucho, any other parting words of wisdom?
1: Um, no, man, just go out there, take that massive action, go believe in yourself. And, you know, read a couple of those books and you set, man, you chilling in
0: 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Never stop learning. Never stop learning. Keep, keep doubling down be better tomorrow than you are today. All right. This has been another episode of the deliberate dropout. Thanks for tuning in. If you're on YouTube, you enjoyed this episode, leave us a comment below, hit subscribe. If you're on one of your other favorite podcast players, leave us a review, let us know how we're doing. If you don't like it, don't listen anymore. If you like it, leave a review, uh, five-star reviews only so other people can find this. And we look forward to talking again with you soon in another episode.